Welcome to the Focus on Why podcast. I'm Amy Rowlandson and I ask my guests one simple question, why? Focusing on the importance of why, I share with you the relatable, uplifting and inspiring conversations I have with people from all walks of life. This podcast will encourage you to focus on your why to enable and empower you to achieve the success you desire. Have a purpose, have a plan, focus on why. Today on the Focus on Why podcast, I am joined by Priya Kripalani and Jasmine Desange. Welcome. Thank you. You said both of our surnames so well. Well, I had a tiny little practice just then in my head, just before I was about to say it, but it's really important to get people's names right, don't you think? It's so important. important. Jasmine, actually more so than me, gets her name wrong. Yeah, all the time. I mean, I've had it all and I'm really not sure. It's It's the easiest name. It's after a princess. Like yeah, my, fa- my first name and my surname all gets done wrong. I got today from an agent, it was Jasmini. I was like, I just can't, okay. Oh, she yeah. gets Yasmin, which is my favourite because she absolutely hates that. Yeah, I get called Yasmin a lot, so it's very annoying. That's a Persian name, isn't it? It yeah. is. It's just, I think it's a sign of respect just to get somebody. It's a beautiful name, but you, it's just annoying when people call you the wrong it's just, name. It's just not my name. Yeah. It's a beautiful name. just doesn't happen to be mine. When you were saying that, ja- uh, that, that you know, her name is a princess's name, I was thinking, Princess Desange? I don't know. Yeah. Princess <laughs> Same. I was like, who is she talking about? Hey, I'm with you. Yeah. All right. Well, let's just get on cracking. What What is it that you two are doing right now? So Jasmine and I began working together two, three, three and a half years ago now. Three and a half years ago now. Um, we um, have our own portfolio and property individually and with our respective families and now jointly together. So we kind of were introduced by Jasmine's other half, who was my best friend. Now doesn't really have much to do with me because Jasmine's taken over but um so we were introduced I got made redundant and Jasmine was in property full time and I didn't really know anybody in property so he was like why don't you meet Jasmine kind of have a chat and see what happens and I think the first few times I said no and then the third time he actually just put me in a whatsapp group with Jasmine and then left so I was like well now I have to speak to her um we arranged a couple of meetups and then we kind of started more um networking events together and like helping each other learn more about commercial conversions which is kind of one of our big goals currently so that's where we're at the moment so a lot of our focus obviously COVID has kind of taken a little bit of a um hit to our business but we have been focusing and our our kind of fun factor of property for us at the moment is kind of doing the either resi to resi conversion so like a big house into flats or kind of the the bigger office or the care homes into flats which has been super fun for us and that's what we're focusing on at the moment so what do you think it was that the friend saw that you two would get together and it would just work he I don't think he ever envisaged this. No, no, he never envisioned. He never envisioned this. He likes to take credit for it now. <laughs> yeah, he definitely does. However, it was more. I think the fact that um, I was already in it, and um, I think Priya, obviously being of a similar age, and she was making the move from kind of corporate life into property, and was also working alongside her dad. And for me, I had done the same, and I'd all I also have a portfolio with my mum so I think he saw a lot of synergy and I think he just kind of was like well why don't you why don't you kind of help her or kind of just have like I think it was have a sounding board for each other I think I honestly think to this day that he was trying to find somebody 
so he he wouldn't have to listen to me moan. I am convinced that that is what would happen. I'm super convinced that he thought, okay, finally, someone can listen to Jasmine moan about what's going on and Priya will now understand because she's also going into poverty. I think it happened very organically. It It was never a plan, never something I ever forced kind of... I was very open mindset. I never really have a business partner. I didn't really, I'm quite independent when it comes to my work more, more so and never thought we would end up working together. And I think we spent a lot of time together and realized that we're, our thought process and our goals are very aligned. So it kind of naturally just happened organically, which is, I think, yeah. nicer than kind of, you know, you meet people actively looking for joint venture partners or business partners and it kind of just happened for us. Yeah. But we always joke around and say it was a bit like we were dating. Now we've ended up in a relationship, which is probably more annoying than having a partner. <laughs> so how is it? How, how does it work between the two of you? What, what are the roles and responsibilities that you share or divide between you? So from the start, we were basically, there was nothing that one would do that the other one was not involved in. More so a lot on the commercial side of things. And if if Priya went somewhere, I would go. If I went somewhere, Priya would go. We'd go on all viewings and it was all just both of us involved. And I think when life has happened, especially over the last year and a half, we have both realised that actually we both don't enjoy the same parts of the business and we are, we are both not good at the same parts of the business. Um, we decided to continue to do every single bit of every single bit of the journey just so that we if one of us was getting married or going on honeymoon or one of us was I don't know taking a three-month trip around the world that the other one was able to fill in the gaps but for the moment it's more at the moment a tag team of who is where when and who has the time available to do what and I think that's just kind of what's happened. I think that's happened a lot in the last year or so especially Now we kind of know what we enjoy. So for example, I prefer numbers, Jasmine prefers floor plans. We're kind of not gonna get on each other's toes more so. I also think it's over time, our trust and confidence in one another has built up. So I don't need to be involved in everything that Jasmine's involved in vice versa. And it's also more time effective for us to focus on different parts of the the business. And um, we actually work better that way now, I think, because we're less on each other's so, so we would like divvy up jobs. So, so it might be, say if we're doing social media, it might be that prayer takes it for a week and then I take it the following week. So it's all for us, it was never so much about what jobs are being taken, just so that the work is being spread evenly. And what is it about property that drew you both in? I feel like you might not like my answer to this question. I don't feel like you're like yeah. mine either. It's, it wasn't like... <laughs> oh, me. I love property. Oh, yeah. I love we're, a house. We're, we're still like that. We're not like, oh, my God, I grew up one day and I just thought I'm going to own all the buildings and I just love tenants and I just absolutely love reef. Like, I no. do find that really strange how people think that. But I have a little cousin, she's 16, and she cannot wait to get into property. And I just think to myself, what possessed you to ever think that that was fun maybe like, you did something that made her feel that no, actually she even, so she's, much she's fun. even said it before me doing it so I'm just like I don't you know when you I was never the kid that said oh I want to be a doctor and that was the first and foremost like I don't understand how some kids are so set on I ended up in property probably accidentally got made redundant um started working with my dad on his portfolio developed my own portfolio for my savings and kind of know that it's a means to an end for me yeah it's not my kind of passion project I'm I've always kind of very much so wanted to be in events or hospitality 
Um, so something along that along those lines would potentially be the future and property will enable me to get there. But for the meantime, for the next five to 10 years, property is the focus and we, we yeah. do we do enjoy it, don't get we, us wrong. We, we definitely enjoy the commercial side, I think a lot more. Yeah. Um, I, I think seeing something start to finish that challenges you is there is something really great in it. I mean, we can talk about money all day long, but you can buy a bike today and make sure you money. It's not exciting. There is there is something quite satisfying about buying a building and seeing it absolutely derelict and it being a different use class. And you kind of go through all the planning and you, you, you see it come to fruition and then you've made homes for people. There's something really, really quite... It's just, also the challenge. Yeah, it's really exciting. Yeah, and every project is so different. Even just analysing projects, we might not get into the deal for whatever reason, but when you're looking at the project, looking at the floor plans, understanding the area, the planning constraints, we like it's to all see how, we, we like to kind of be like, well, why doesn't it work? Like kind of almost deciphering it. But I think the long-term goal for us both, I, I got involved into property because it was always said to me to like never rent, like make sure you have a backup. Um, and it just kind of made sense to constantly, if I had money to put it in, my mum was like, I'm not going to charge you rent at home, but your money that you are making has to go into something smart. And I guess because my mum had bought a few properties on the side of her main job, it made sense for me to kind of just do the same also. But I think that we, we've had this conversation. We think that property will, is going to be our kind of, are just income and when, when we kind of get to a certain age and we have the time and availability that we'd like to kind of go into different business ventures or back different businesses and that's not necessarily be 100% involved with them yeah I currently through COVID have had like a I don't know like a brainwave that I really want to have a dental practice and an aesthetics clinic but that's just I know nothing about that but I can back it I can run the business I can yeah. be the brains behind the, the business so we think we'd like to kind of almost be do something different, in different and diversify, businesses. yeah. So property for us is just a means to an end. I'm sorry, Amy, if you thought that we loved sorry. builders, <laughs> agents and contractors. <laughs> and tenants. And, because we hate them all, really. No, joking. Look, I, look, I get it. I, I was the same with my property portfolio building. It was a fuel to get me to where I am now, and it still is. I enjoy as as you I enjoy the projects I enjoy that the transformation it's that whole ugly duckling scenario isn't it you know oh, I know what it's going to look like just you wait kind of thing and, and you and then you actually fulfill that and, and you show people with so that's that for me I get that challenge side of things you mentioned about being a certain age what does age mean to you hmm. what does age mean to me I actually probably in hindsight, hindsight's a powerful tool and probably don't use it enough, wish that I never let my age get to me when I first started because I was a very, very big knocking kind of my confidence factor for me. And when you go into a networking room, especially in property, it's a very male dominated industry, a very middle-aged kind of industry in the kind of London networking meets, especially where we were and where we live. Even the agents, they're a lot more older than us. They were kind of a lot more all male, all kind of, and I also look a little bit younger than I am, which does, didn't help my case a lot. And that did knock my confidence. Sometimes I would completely shut down talking to an agent just because that was 
that was just me as a person mm. and knowing what I know now and knowing how I do things now I wish I believed in myself and didn't believe my age had such a hindrance to my progression essentially I would I, I concur. I'm not sure if I answered the question no properly. I concur the, the age age has definitely been I don't know I, do, I mean the culture that we come from age is age is something that is constantly mentioned your age get married make sure you do this by a certain age make sure you do this by a certain age follow this by a certain age it's I think it's constantly drummed into us about our age and etc so I think that it has played quite a big it's, there's been a lot of our conversations based upon our age or where we are or what we should be doing and I think that even if you take age out of it I think we all have the, we all end up comparing our age, our gender, what we've achieved, what we think we've achieved in comparison to someone else who's achieved X, Y, and Z. Um, I think that in the last two years, we've both been quite brutal with one another about actually, it doesn't really mean anything anymore. It does For us, it's more about hitting a goal of when we get married or when we have kids or when we decide we want to live in a dream home that's kind of where we're setting our goals and boundaries for now, not so much by determined by an age, but more determined by an actual tangible goal. But I think in the learning process to get where we have oh, yeah. got, it's been a huge, huge dis disabling yeah, factor Definitely, for us. it's huge. And I, mean, I think only realistic, I, we had this conversation a few days ago, I was the less of confident one than Jasmine was and kind of the one to shy away from. If I met you, Amy, in a networking event, I probably would not say hello to you. I'd probably be on my phone, or looking in my book, or just doing anything I can not to talk she to you. She definitely used to pretend to go to the toilet. Definitely, a lot at all networking events, when she definitely was not going to the toilet. But at least I own it, like, I, I admit no, it to no, these days. Yeah. You're, you're admitting it on a Zoom call, I'd really like to see if you admitted it in person. No, I would. <laughs> it, but what I'm trying to say is now, I think in COVID, we also had stopped networking during the pandemic. I was also then forced to network over Zoom. As much as people think Zoom is like a it's a hindrance it's not as nice meeting people in person but it has given me a lot of confidence yeah and it's enabled now we went to a networking event a few weeks ago it was a very small networking event very local to us and it did not phase me talking to a new person jasmine um to windsor oh yeah yeah jasmine walked left i walked right normally she walked left but like, why are you leaving me what are you doing what, what what's happening here and now i don't I, I feel like I, it's not even in my head to stop myself from speaking. Now it's actually, we should split because we can talk to two different people and we can, it's potentially better for us to actually not be able, and that was kind of a massive shift for us, but yeah. But the change in why I think I was so uncom unconfident or kind of not, not comfortable. comfortable with speaking predominantly was because of, of my age yeah. in the room. I was Funny, always you, like the little have, girl. You, you have a couple of people that, you know, I think we, we're never quite sure if it's an age, a gender. And unfortunately, sometimes in our, in our situation, we have to look at, is it an ethnicity problem? So when we walked into a room or um, I felt it quite a lot, because obviously I started investing when I was 19. For me, when I, when I was in an area that was quite affluent, at the time where I was buying. And I, it was just quite, the, the, the tones were quite disrespectful or quite dismissive. And I think for me, that's kind of stuck. If I, if I feel dismissed 
I, I I'm not good at hand. Oh, I'm better now, but I much better now. Whereas if, if I felt dismissed, oh, I'd kick off. Down. I'd I would kick off. I would shut down. Yeah, and it was we've we've now found a way that actually we've realised that it's only really it's only one person's opinion, and it's not. But it's to also do a reflection that. of the other, and that's sure. what's taken us a long time to learn. It's also. Uh, we are selling our, pro- our commercial conversion project and Jasmine was in Plymouth at our other site and I was in Den- Eastbourne and this guy was my dad actually drove me because my mum and dad took me to the site because um, they wanted a day out to the sea. they wanted a day out but also we had been driving every day that week and I was just you know tired of driving so my mum and dad were like we'll come with you my mum and dad were like hanging out in the drive and I was obviously selling our building, selling our project, try, giving it my all. And this guy was giving me nothing back, like nothing. And I was thinking, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? He then understood that I had a father in property. I come from a degree in economics. Oh, my, my child's got a degree in economics. Oh, that's amazing. Okay, cool. So now, once he's found out, you know, things that I personally give me no credibility, you don't need a degree. You don't need to have a family and property. You can learn off your own merits and start in property with not going to university. So for me, these are factors I'm so privileged to have had, but it also doesn't irrelevant to the building. Irrelevant to my project, irrelevant to what I'm doing here. But as soon as he started to find out a little bit about me, he then changed. He started to be really engaging and he gave me that credibility. But for me, those things are not important. And now I look at it, it's a reflection on him and that's his thought process. I could speak to anybody at any point in time about Denton Road and would never feel a way you're lesser or whatever. So what I'm trying to say is I think age has been a huge factor for us in the past, but now we've kind of come to terms with it and it doesn't... Maybe we both turned 30 and just thought, who who cares? The white hairs did it for me, I think. I think that's what it was. I think we both turned 30 and thought, oh, who cares? I feel really old. (laughs) Who cares at this point? No, it was really interesting because you, you said the whole thing was about that you were going to get to a certain age and then you're going to invest in different businesses. And I, that's where I asked the question, what does age mean to you? And then clearly it's, a, it's quite a hot topic. It's, it's ever evolving for us, I think. I mean, it's like the question when somebody asks you, like, how, how much is enough? And I think the answer to that question is never. Like, you're, you're, it's very personal depending, yeah, isn't it? But, it's never, but I think as entrepreneurs, as business owners, I think the answer is it's never enough because I might stop increasing or stop growing my business for five years but in my sixth year I might decide that okay I would like to send my kids to private school or I would like to buy a holiday home in the Bahamas so you your goalposts change and then you have changes yeah you you have the ability to add or grow and change and I think that for us is just an ever-evolving conversation to, we, we, we think that we know, but at one, at one point, I would like to um, move out of the country. It's not something I, but you know this, so I don't know why I'm making a face. But wherever, it's, it's, it's definitely a thought for me. So in the back of my head, I want to I wanna make enough money or make a good portfolio here that I have flexibility to be able to do that. So, so much of an eight. I think when we feel a bit more settled in life, I think we would probably start venturing out into other businesses a bit more yeah and will that be together do you think or independently or both I'd like to say it's probably if it's not everything we'd probably have some involvement with each other in some aspects of the business but for instance Priya has a huge passion for events and hospitality it's not something that I like it's something that I can see makes a lot of money but my passion is not there for that 
But if she wanted but to I be think back... after this wedding, I'm done. She might have a whole different perspective after her wedding. <laughs> but it, it, it's one of those things that I think that there are very few people, I think, that you come across in life that you wholeheartedly trust, be it emotionally, financially, business-wise, mentally, however that is. And I think that we have been quite fortunate to have met each other in quite a, like a short period of time and to be able to know that if I was to make a decision, I know that Priya would make the same. However she came to that conclusion, we always end up at the same... But we always have very, very thought, different, different thought, thought processes. processes. But we end up at the same... Which is fine, yeah. but when we sit in, like, we have catch-ups most days now because things are so hectic. We'll, I'll sit across the room turn, I'll be like, but why? 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 She's like, can you let me finish? I'm like, no, tell me why now. Like, I need to know why. And so we get to the same thought process, but because we've got there so differently, my first question is always, why? What, 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 what for? Like, makes no sense to me. But have, we have the same answer, which is, I guess, great, but we don't necessarily get there the most friendly way all the time. Yeah. So my first question is normally the why. <laughs> that, that's my job here. So to ask you, how much of the working partnership is revolved around your why? I guess I wouldn't be working if I didn't have a why. I feel like the why for me, our whys are very different as why we do this. They're, and They're, they're similar. And different. They're similar, yeah. but they're very, yeah. very... The one that drives us the most... For each other is very different. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Amy's waiting for us to tell them. Okay. So you t- you tell... No, you go first. So for me, um, I was brought up in a single family household. And for me, I watched my mum struggle so much financially. And her whole plan in life was, no matter what you do, make sure you are always self-sufficient. So for me, having a property portfolio just meant that when I have children, I don't actually have to work because my mum, my mum was a phenomenal human being. She worked three jobs, did a law degree, and had me by herself with no support system in London. For me, I just don't, and obviously that comes at a cost that you don't get to maybe come home for dinner all the time, or you have to kind of go to like after school clubs, etc. I was very aware that at no point would I want to be beholden financially to anybody else other than myself. And I also would want to be able to have a family and have the ability to be at home should I choose to. And again, just be on my own terms for that. So for me, it was a huge freedom, but not so much now as it is for the later part of my life, which is my main kind of, was the main reason I started to invest in property so young. And with that, Jasmine, to, to then have your own children and to be there for them, how will they know the value of working, being at home? Because they'll take that for granted. It's an endless cycle, isn't it? Because I think that I think that you always want to give your family more than you ever had. And I think that's just a natural thing to, to want to do for somebody. But my work ethic has come from my mum. She is relentless. She does not let up and she... She just, I mean, I'm very grateful now because she's starting to slow down, which I believe she totally deserves. But nobody, in, and I'm, if my family listens to this, I'm really sorry, but I genuinely believe that in my mum's side of the family, nobody works as hard as my mum does in terms of time, effort, energy she puts in. 
And I believe that I am the same. We don't sit and watch TV. We're constantly working, doing something. There's some, always something to do. Um, and I, I've, I think that for, for me, I just want to be able to make sure that I pass those traits down to my children. Whether they pick it up or not, I don't know, Amy. I'm gonna, um, maybe I'll just have to be like, this is my money, not yours. Like, if you annoy me, you're not going to get it. I don't know. I don't know. Who, who knows the answer to that question? If somebody's got a tip, please feel free to like message us and let me know. Because I guess it's an... It's even a conversation I've had with my other half about where do you, both my other half and myself went to like pu public school. And I said, even if I had the money, I don't think I would send my children to private school. We have, we have many discussions about this topic. And I think there are certain things in life that you can give to your children. But I personally am not a big believer anymore that an education that you get from schooling is as important as a life education because we both went to public school. I have two degrees. I'm a pretty book smart human being, but there's something to be said for just being life smart. And I mm -hmm. think that sometimes you need to be able to have a combination of both to be able to make it in business or to be able to be, to be smart in life. And I think if you look at most successful business owners, they have a combination of both. So I don't know. I don't know what I'll do. I hopefully my children are not brats. God only knows. God only knows what they're going to turn out like. Maybe you can humble my children. We can um, come back in 20 years, Amy, and let you know. Oh, God. <laughs> She's trying to palm her children off to me. So if my children are brats, yours are also going to be. They'll all be good children. Possibly not. We're going to make them best friends, Amy. If they're not best friends. They're going to have some problems. Just put them in a WhatsApp group and leave them to it. <laughs> can you imagine? Then they'll probably moan about us. They'll probably be better friends than us and start hating on mummy did this, my mom did this. Oh my god, I'm actually it's just sometimes you see your whole life flush before you and it's a bit much. Yeah, I think I had to take a step back after the morning. I don't know, it's all much, it's all too much. What is your why, Bria? It's very similar to Jasmine's in this um sense. I had a bit of a different upbringing. My dad and mum worked very, very hard and they kind of gave us a lot, me and my sister. So I just want to be able to kind of get upset. Okay, I will finish this conversation for her because she's getting very much in her feelings. No, That's get... okay, you can do um, it. So just to be able to, to okay. them to have an easier retirement. And... She'd like to be able to take care of her parents for them not to want for anything. And I think that she very much learned that from her dad because he very much took care, was, a was able to take care of his parents. So she would like to be able to do the same and just make sure that they don't want for anything. And if should they choose to travel the world or should they choose to live in an amazing house nearer to Priya, which I'm sure she will force them to do. Very um, much soon. She wants to be able to make sure that she has the flexibility to be able to help them. And in, like Jasmine said as well, time was a huge thing growing up. I, I wouldn't see my dad most weeks. I wouldn't, you know, he'd be working late by the time he'd get home. I'd be in bed, school would start and vice versa. And to be able to have that, I don't ever begrudge my parents for that. But growing up, you know, no different. Now I look back at it at the age of 30 and I'm forever grateful for what they have given me. But at the age of 10, when everybody else is, you know, doing things with their parents and you're with your grandparents or, you know, at the after school club or whatever and you're not really seeing them and you kind of think why what have I done but now as you grow older when again, you pay them you know they did everything they could so we could be where we are today and for that it would for me it only seems right to be able to give them 
peaceful later life and then they can have the grandchildren that, there we go we've got babysitter we just remember them i'm not leaving my, my kid <laughs> with your mum she was just gonna she... my mum will be <laughs> out with her girlfriends taking the kids to some bar in the afternoon <laughs> she can feed the baby it's interesting, isn't it, to hear how how much our our past plays a part in our values, and and often where there have been voids or where there's been a lack, that's where we then focus on it as adults in our own ways. Very much so. I think it's what Jasmine said, though. You always want to give a little bit more, and also differently to what you have. And I think it's also we're both at stages of our lives where we're with other people with other people with the partners we are potentially going to spend the rest of our life with and it's also down to them as well kind of it's a productive my other half is super calm and like so I can see already like traits that are coming into the that I do not bring and that's nice so it's all kind of learning and growing together I guess I don't know what you were saying I I think she was She's basically got in her feelings, is what's happened. She's got in her feelings and trying to be philosophical. Philosoph- no, but I, philosophical, I, what is I, that? I, yeah, anyway. It's true. But I think it is that you don't. I think it's, that's, I mean, there's many things that drive us both. I think the common denominator for us has always been that we are very family orientated, very family driven. Our, our main goals are from, you know, it doesn't matter what kind of spectrum of, of the wealth gap you're in whether you're struggling every day to make ends meet or whether you are struggling to make sure that your business is growing, the one thing none of us ever have or seem to have is time. And I think that time goes so quickly that it's very easy to miss all of the fun stuff, all of the good stuff. And also just be present as well. Like I feel like sometimes we get so caught up in everything. Like I said something to my mum the other day. She goes, well, I've only got 20 years of life left anyway. I said, sorry, how how, how can you say something like that? She goes, think about it. I do. 20 good years. 20 good years. 20 good years. My mum's 52. But but when she says something like that, it really does put things into perspective. She's kind of, she's done most of her life now, right? So you... The good thing for us is why we as well joined for us as well, a huge benefit of having a business partner is that when there is something going on in your life, for instance, Priya's wedding is happening and she was having a conversation about going on honeymoon and she might not be here for 10 days. It's why you have a business partner because that you're able to say, okay, for those two weeks, 10 days, however long I go away for, I can fully enjoy my time I'm not worried about a business. I'm not worried about a leaking tap. I'm not worried about a tenant not paying rent. Somebody will have it. And I think there is something really quite special to be said about having somebody to to take over a part of your business where you can enjoy birthdays or weddings or, you know, anniversary part, whatever life events you have with your friends and family, if you get to enjoy them, wholeheartedly and not have to worry while you're there I think it's really really special so what's the message that you want to to convey here to to those who are listening who would you like to be speaking to I think everybody to be honest I think I think it's something that I think think, I think some people don't learn these life lessons until maybe that it's a little bit too late or sometimes you realize it a little bit too you just haven't really even paid attention. There's no reflection upon what you feel like you could be giving to those 
even just giving to yourself, like I, I have said endlessly, and so are so many of Korea's friends and family, is that you'll get married once, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully, you know. But I'm I'm like I'm sure that it will only be her one and only wedding. And I think that you should enjoy every single moment, and these moments pass you by. And although we are all striving to make money to create a better life, it's not the be all and end all. It's it's there, it will never disappear. If you miss out on a property deal, it's okay. There'll be another one. It it's not, it's it's just really it's not the if you don't answer the phone at 8 a.m in the morning it's okay it there, there are these things that we I think that as as business owners landlords property investors you know all the all these things that we're reading and very little of them speak are actually about you can focus on your why 100 but are you even enjoying it while you're getting there like, are you having fun doing it? I think that we bicker. We, we've started to laugh at our office. It's starting to, we finished a box of tissues. We cry a lot in our office. Don't ask us why it's happened. I'm not even sure how this has happened. But at least once a week, one of us has cried in the office. It's all just a bit much for us. I've been really good this week. Yeah, so this week's been my <laughs> week. But I think another thing we need to think about as well is like, if people listening to this wanting to get into property property is so accessible in so many different forms for everybody and there's a place for everybody in property that's what makes the industry so beautiful I think what we need to remember is that everybody has to have that self-belief and self-confidence that they're able to do this um look at like we're we're products of that we've kind of gone against the grain we've tried to be different tried to stick to even our with our social media we try to be very true to ourselves not look at kind of what's going on out there too much and just focus on what we the messages we want to give and that's value and adding value to people's journeys and you know looking at it and that all comes down to though the social media for example one part very small part of our business we didn't want to do it from the get-go we hated it we had to push ourselves and we both had our different reasons for not wanting to go on social media, but had we believed in ourselves a little bit more and had that confidence, who knows where we'd have been today, you know, because our social media has given us a lot of exposure and kind of, we, so many people get in touch with us saying like, thank you. And for me, just that, it, I, it's not even business related. There's no monetary value involved, but somebody dropped a message saying, one day I hope that my girls will be like you two. That's phenomenal. Like, yeah, I think so. We're, I think we're, we're just like confident jasmine from like. Just, we find it still weird that people are following us on yeah. Instagram. We're like, how do people find us interesting? I Last week when we went to the site day, someone was like, "Oh, are you the hard hat developers?" I actually turned around and said, "Sorry, do I know you?" Yeah, she's like, "Hi, how are you? Nice to meet you." And Prue's looking at her. And I'm like, she's like, "Oh, you you are the hard hat developers." She's like, "Oh my god, I forgot we had a social media." Yeah, like, why would I like? We're just. I was just having a little jolly, like, like, why would I remember? Like, it's 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 part of us, but it's not. This is not like it's not everything. All of us, yeah. And I think you know the self belief and confidence that we've developed over the last eighteen months or so has been incredible. And had we known that earlier, we started it when, when social media first came out. Yeah, so good for us. I think it is. Yeah, I think it's just take a moment, enjoy, enjoy, have fun. I honestly feel like have fun whatever you do just try to laugh along the way it's boring otherwise 
And why the hard hat developers? Where did that name come from? We struggled for this for quite some time. We were literally... This is the most boring, this yeah, is the most boring it's way someone's name was ever made. It was... I liked the word developer. And then we... She wanted it to, like, rhyme... Like, not rhyme. Um, I liked alliteration. So, like, HH or whatever it was. We had prop, pals and property at first. I really liked that. But then when we asked a few people, we did, like, a testing kind of thing. We basically sat here with Frizz, mum and sister. And then, like, sent out names to a couple of friends. And then... It kind of worked. I think Hard Hat mainly came because we liked our logo more. And then it kind of worked backwards as such. We sat with a graphics guy and kind of worked backwards. There's no kind of elaborate stories to that. We are not... We're just... Well, you know what? And it was like, just pick a name. There's a lot of, like, a lot of snapping at each other. Just pick a bloody name. We had... We need to get on social media. Like, it's happened. Like, it's a lot of... Just call me up. And I was like, oh. We had three months of content, but no name. <laughs> so we were like, we just need to get this done now. I sat in a graphics meeting and I didn't understand what was happening. And they're like, what about this colour? I'm like, yeah, okay. Like... I love the meeting. That meeting. That was good. Yeah, she loved it. I didn't really... Even, even, like, the little cartoon characters we have. But it's like, what do you think? What shall we do? It'll be so cute. We'll get a little logo on our hats. I was like, okay. But those... I love them. But I love for, them. They're my favourite. For me, the purpose of those was so our face doesn't have to be everywhere. <laughs> and so the cartoon character is in replacement of our face. However, people just like to see our face as what, as what we've learned. No. If they only saw us on a day-to-day -day basis, Amy, I don't think they'd recognise us. Oh, you two, you absolutely make me laugh. It's brilliant. I love hearing about it. And I love the way you finish each other's sentences. Well, to be, to be fair, Jasmine more than Priya, but still. <laughs> um, yeah. She does normally. She's still in her feelings. I'm not. <laughs> she's, she's, she's having her wedding moments. It's the, the bridezilla. Definitely not being bridezilla. Just, no, she's been very well behaved. It's just... It's, it's a huge thing, isn't it? Yeah. And I yeah. haven't realised... I've actually relinquished a lot. I'm a control freak, Amy, when it comes to my work, when it comes to and everything. And life, okay? Life, yeah, I'm a control freak. And to be honest, I think I've been pretty cool. I've actually been... She has these moments where she's giving the control up and then she wants affirmation about how good she is for giving the control up. And then she wants she wants reassurance that it was the right decision yeah. to give control. And then she'll kind of try to get back involved and then she'll be like, no, no, I don't even care, yeah. but what are you doing? <laughs> That's literally my life at the moment. And it's every like on, day. it's like on everything. Every, every like it could be about a piece of paper that got moved. We have this whole cycle, and we, we just have to say to her, "It's a good idea." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I identify. I Priya. I I get it. Uh, that's me. <laughs> and and also, I just like to say, you're. I've just celebrated twenty years married. We've been together twenty six years now. So yeah, really enjoy that wedding. I have one piece of advice for you and I give it to anyone who, who ever says you know what should I do and that is just to take snapshots or moments with your husband during the day just take a moment to reflect and look out on the on just so you're literally taking like a mental photograph together are you getting upset no okay good are you <laughs> I think you like I'm a nervous wreck no she's not nervous she just you might, like we went in our in our culture to get married is a huge like to, like as a girl to leave, it's like leaving like it's just such a big it's just like your whole life you you basically wait you're basically since the moment you were born you were told you were going to get married and everybody talks about your wedding until you actually get married and then what 
then they're going to be like, when you get, when you're having kids, that's, that'll be the next step. That will actually be the next step. But it's such a big build up. It's not even like, since you met the person, you talk about your wedding, your whole family talks about your wedding and you not you might be like 12 and not even met anybody. Like <laughs> you couldn't, it's just insane. So big deal. It's fun. I'm, I'm, enjoying, I'm, I think, I'm looking I think forward to the food. The thing is, obviously with COVID and everything, with Boris changing everything and, you know, not being able to plan. It's literally now it's about two, two and a half weeks on Friday and it's all kind of all go because nothing's been done. So that's kind of making it a little bit harder than normal life, but it, it's fine. And sometimes I was thinking to myself in the shower today that maybe it's good I didn't have one year to sit here and plan this because I'd be going over all the little details 150 times and, you know, being pedantic. Whereas right now, my sister said, do you want blue flowers? I said, okay go for it like and I would never want blue flower in my life because blue is not the thing I like but right now I'm like okay if it's I, like there. The I like the energy I'm here but yeah. I feel like I keep on saying to her just have fun as we do it like it will just be fun we'll be together and none of us have had that for a year and a half and but for, for both of us as we said that our families are such a big such a big part of our lives it's the reason you get to take a week off your business from your business and you get week, to I've got to start tomorrow all right, fine. Take 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 a take two months off. I don't mind. You're gonna have to relinquish control. Are you gonna be okay? I think it'll be fun. I just think it's we haven't had time with our families, especially Priya, in, in in the last year and a half. Like, how could you not? How it doesn't matter what the hell you do, you're all together, and I think that's the most important. Yeah. Then the second most important. I feel like is this that podcast is not what Amy had in mind today. We've become very, very like personal, and it's not really something that we usually do either. Yeah, we're not very. We don't really like share our lives. No, that, that's the point. That that's what this this podcast does. It brings out the 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 why, but underneath everything you're doing. Yeah, it's just we been got... very different to anything we've done prior. So yeah, yeah. you got prior to have an emotional moment, Amy. Who who even are you? Look, how did this happen? Look at her. I mean, it's happening quite often at the moment. <laughs> not on a podcast. It's not. It's it is good. It's really we we just appreciate being being able to kind of share a story and hopefully inspire somebody just to either be it take a moment, enjoy what they're doing, have a bit of fun, kind of and not, also not to be, get going. Yeah, yeah, you have that belief. That's yeah, yeah. So, super super important. Yeah, just well. to not be kind of bogged down by your own insecurities. It's not whatever the whatever the kind of bad voice in the back of your head is. Not that deep. I think you've really empowered people to to think about a life of independence, of of self sufficiency, as you as said earlier, of being really important to have that, having not wanting to to struggle before, and and have that independence that confidence and that self-belief and and proving just what is possible when you have all of that so how would people get in contact with the hard hat developers with you Priya and, and you Jasmine and um, you can drop us an email um I believe Amy has all the details or do you want me to say it now should I say it I will put it all in the show notes but just say which is your preference and then you know emails on Instagram because we're just better at that than we have the other portals but we just kind of it's a lot to handle social media it could be a whole full-time job so we um, just prefer Instagram and emails because that's the quickest way to get a response out of us perfect 
I'll put those at the top, but it's it's always good to know. And do you have, well, firstly, I just want to say a couple of things, actually. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing your journey and sharing how you have taken property into a space where you have excelled and allowed yourselves to have that freedom and, and, and be able to create the dreams of the future. That are incredible. Well done. Thank you for, for sharing that. And good luck with the wedding. It's going to be a fabulous it's going to be an amazing day. Enjoy it. And you will remember every moment because I still do now. And it's it was just I was reflecting with my husband. We had a, a few days away recently to celebrate our 20 years. And it was just it was like it was yesterday, albeit now now we've got an 18 year old and a 16 year old in between. So <laughs> all good. But yeah, thank you. Uh, do you have some final words for the audience, please? Both of you. Ooh. Um. We actually got asked this a few weeks ago and I think the most important thing I've learned in the last year is to be kind. So be kind to yourself, be true to yourself and just get going in your journey and believe and it will happen. Yeah, I don't know how to put it any better. Just, I don't know, just, I feel like there's just, there's just so much going on. I feel like just, just stop and smell the roses a little bit, honestly. I mean, there's so much, so much like, good stuff out there just like just be proud of what you're doing and just enjoy what you're doing and have fun doing it thank you for listening to the focus on why podcast i'm amy rowlandson and if you've enjoyed this episode please leave me a five-star apple podcast review connect with me on linkedin instagram and facebook and become a member of my inspiring uplifting and positive focus on why facebook group I help people to focus on their why with clarity, uniting their passion with their purpose with a plan to create the life they truly desire. If you would like me to help you focus on your why, then please book a free 20-minute coaching call via candidly.com forward slash Amy Rowlandson. And if you haven't already, please sign up for the Friday Focus weekly newsletter via my website, amyrowlandson.com. Have a purpose, have a plan, focus on why.